Hey everyone, this is Dorinda Wilson. Welcome to this week's podcast. Maybe you're listening for the first time and you don't know me very well. I am married to Daryl. We have been married for 28 years. We have eight kids, ages 13 to almost 27, and we have four grandkids. We've been homeschooling for over 22 years, and boy, I'm telling you, the years fly by, but I'm here to encourage you. This is why I do the podcast. And also, I have a Facebook page and Instagram if you haven't connected with me there. My Facebook page is just Dorenda Wilson. My Instagram is at Dorenda Lee Wilson. And my blog is DorendaWilson.com. Coming up soon, I will be speaking in Florida this week, actually. This is going to be on Friday evening and Saturday all day is a Books and Beyond conference. It's just north of of Orlando in, I believe it's Longwood. If you are interested in attending that conference, you're not going to want to miss it if you can possibly go. It's a mid-year conference of encouragement for parents. So what you would do is go to nearhim.com where you can sign up and register and attend on Friday evening and or all day Saturday. I would love to see you there. Also in May... I'm going to be speaking at Teach Them Diligently in Myrtle Beach. I would love to have a room full of you there. I'd love to meet you, hug your neck, get to know you a little bit, pray with you. So if you can possibly make it to that conference, that would be great. The Teach Them Diligently conferences are awesome. You will be so encouraged. Lastly, I'm also going to be speaking at the North Carolina Home Educators Thrive Convention. That will be... The convention is May 31st through June 2nd, but I am speaking on Friday, June 1st, and I would love to see you there as well. If you haven't checked out my book, The Unhurried Homeschooler, I would really encourage you to do that. You know, so many homeschooling parents struggle with really a lot of unnecessary expectations, and they're not experiencing the freedom I believe that homeschooling should bring to our families. So if you are interested in that, go to Amazon, look up The Unhurried Homeschooler. It is a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling. It is probably about, it's a less than two-hour read, and I think you'll be totally encouraged. I love hearing the feedback from that more and more and more. Moms are reading it, and I'm just constantly getting wonderful comments, and it's just such an encouragement because I love hearing homeschooling families who are finding their freedom in their homeschooling. I have been busy, busy, busy lately. I am launching a new book, and it actually is launching. It launched yesterday, so January 22nd. I would love for you to go check it out. It is on Amazon as well, available in Kindle or a hard copy. It is Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. This is a 31-day devotional written specifically for moms. Now, there are a handful that are directly to homeschooling moms because my heart is really... Um, I have a soft spot in my heart towards homeschooling moms, but if you would want to share this devotional with another mom that isn't homeschooling, she would enjoy... All of, all of the uh, devotionals, there's, like I said, there's a handful just for homeschooling moms, but you could apply those principles that I'm talking about in those to other areas, and the rest of the devotionals are definitely for any mom. So I would encourage you to go check that out. It's only $6.99, and the thing I love about this devotional is it has things in it that I was looking for 
for years in a devotional. What I wanted was a devotional for moms that had application for moms, but went through more than just one or two verses. I wanted context. You know, I think it's so important when we're reading God's word that we get the context of the scripture that we're reading. And so many devotionals just only list one or two verses. So I made a point of including a short passage that we really get a chance to to get to know God's word even better during this time. But most of us don't have time for a full-blown Bible study. And it can really make us feel um, I don't know, I always felt like a failure. Why can't I make time for this? But, you know, with eight kids, it was, it was pretty much impossible for me personally. God was gracious, and um, he would help me through those times when the enemy would want to make me feel guilty for that. But as I dove into his word myself, I found so many applications towards motherhood, and I share so much of this, um, so much of these in this book. So I would love for you to go check it out. In fact, today is um, a day that I'm just basically um, dedicating to talking about this devotional and specifically reading one devotional to you um, because I want you to get a feel for what's in this little book. The, the devotional that I want to share with you is called Unhurried Grace. That's the title of that, this particular entry. And so I'm going to read it to you, but first I want to read the scripture that goes with it. So the scripture passage for this particular devotional is Psalm 27. And let me get it started here. I'm <laughs> pulling it up. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, hang on just a second. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, let's start that over again. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating on his temple. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger, for you have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath, they threaten me with violence. 
Yet I am confident that I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. That's the passage for this particular devotional entry, and here's what the devotional says. You're a mom, so every day of your life brings challenges. Some challenges are merely unexpected, but others broadside us like a semi-truck. Can you relate to that? One thing we can count on is that we will be involved in a spiritual battle. The role we play as wives and moms is a powerful one with the potential to change the world. The more we seek God's heart and walk in obedience to him, the more the enemy is going to push back. There are times it feels as though we can't overcome, but nothing could be further from the truth. In Psalm 27, David was clearly feeling this kind of pressure and pushback from his enemies. As he poured out his heart to God, his voice was a mix of confidence and lament. And what bound them together was his longing for God's presence. All of us hear voices that accuse and condemn us and tell us that we're not enough. They can come through our past experiences, social media, relatives, acquaintances, even total strangers. And yet they all originate from the same place, the enemy of our souls. If we can recognize their source, we can wage a more effective war and our chances of victory increase exponentially. One of the key elements of victory in any battle is strategy. We need to know our enemy and his tactics so we can arm ourselves, be prepared, follow orders from our commanding officer, and stay focused. The enemy of focus is distraction. Our enemy can and will try to distract us, and more often than not, the tool he uses is busyness. Busyness is not the same as diligence. Busyness is defined as lively but meaningless activity. Its fruit is a hurried life that causes us to forget our God-given, our sense of God-given purpose. We exchange God's peace for chaos, confusion, and exhaustion. Eventually, we come to accept those things as part of our identity, and they make our yoke of service much heavier than it needs to be. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, the Message Bible words it this way. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Jesus wants to walk alongside us as a gentle shepherd, showing us how to walk, work, and rest in unforced rhythms of grace. The first step toward this kind of peace is taking the time to slow our hearts on a regular basis and walk in relationship with him. I know your days are full. Caring for your family and other people and this is a good, good thing. It is a gift from God. However, relationships grow best in unhurried time. It takes courage to slow down and wait on God, but it's in the unhurriedness that we find the fullness of his endless grace. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord.
after each of these devotional entries, I have a place where you can respond what God is saying to your heart and what your heart is saying to God. So there's a journaling section to the devotional. Because what I want is I want for you to be reading the scripture, reading the devotional, and following what you're hearing the Lord say to you and making notes of it in, the, in these response places in the devotional. And sometimes you're going to find that maybe you don't have anything. You're still processing what you've read and you're not really hearing anything clearly from the Lord and that's okay. You don't have to write anything in the response thing. Think about it. Meditate on it. Um, let it be an unhurried thing. And eventually, I'm pretty darn sure that God is going to speak something to your heart and you'll have something to put in there. If you need any kind of promptings after those responses, I have some dig deeper questions. And the dig deeper questions for the devotional that we just read are these. Do you have a strong sense of God-given purpose today? Where is your focus do you need to say no to certain things so that you can walk in unforced rhythms of grace with him? So that is just a sample of what these devotionals are like. I really hope that you'll go and check this out on Amazon. And I'm praying that God will bless many, many moms through this devotional. We know that our God can be trusted, and we know that we need to know his word, but it can be hard to find that time. And so I'm praying that through this devotional, you will be able to have just the right size. I made these devotionals mom-sized in length so that you can hopefully dive into God's word as regularly as possible and to hear from him for what he has for your families. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your goodness to us. We thank you for your word that is unchanging, that no matter what we're walking through, God, that your word never changes, that you never change, that we can stand firmly on your word and in, we can stand firmly in you. God, we thank you for your goodness to us. We pray that in this coming year, that you would help us to be able to make that time to spend with you, to get to know you better and to watch you work mightily in our own hearts and in the hearts of our families, God. We thank you for who you are. Thank you for loving us so well. In Jesus' name, amen.